today on the TMZ Podcast. Welcome to the TMZ Podcast. Jason and Jamie, huge day in uh, TMZ news. I mean, Alec Baldwin has been a staple of TMZ for a long time, but especially over the last year plus since the uh, unfortunate uh, lethal shooting of Helena Hutchins in New Mexico on the set of Rust. Alec Baldwin has now been, exo- well, I guess he's been released. I don't know if exonerated or vindicated is the right word, but he all charges against him have been dropped. Yeah, he he's off the hook. He is. Uh, is this, I need your, your legal mind. Is this surprising <laughs> to you? Is this? No, I, so so it's very, the trial was scheduled for two weeks from, from uh, Monday maybe. And it is really surprising to see a case voluntarily dismissed by the district attorney so close to trial. There's plenty of opportunities uh, going back during the course of the trial for a tri- for for a case to fall during the course of the proceedings the from the time the claims are filed for cases to fall apart. Rarely do they disintegrate two weeks out, and I have to think that there was political pressure put on the DA. And I'm not saying this is nefarious political pressure. I think it's the right decision. We can talk about that in a second. I'm just saying that they were they people were looking hard at this case and saying you don't have a case here and you're going to lose this and it's going to be embarrassing for us um and because the whole world's going to have a there's going to be a huge spotlight the whole world's going to be watching this huge spotlight on on this trial and the DA is going to look foolish for bringing a case that never should have been brought in the first place um I mean you know just from if you look at it from the outside, you, you've got this, you, you've got an, an actor, I get it, he's an executive producer, but he's an actor handed a gun by an armorer that he is told is clean, told by two different people is clean, does not have any bullets in it. I've always gone back to, and tell me how this strikes you, the idea that an actor is responsible for double checking the work, for opening up the gun and looking at the, the chamber of something that is handed to him by an expert, is just not the way things work. See, I I disagree. Do you? Especially a movie like this. This is a small, independent, tiny budget in the middle of New Mexico. It it's different because it's Alec Baldwin. If okay. this was any C list, D list working on an independent film, there are rules and there are rules for a reason. And I think that Alec Baldwin, because he's an A list superstar, does what Alec Baldwin wants. And then it goes back to him being executive producer. I know that just because you're producer, it doesn't mean you can have eyes and ears everywhere. I don't believe for a minute Alec Baldwin didn't know that people were going and doing target shooting during lunches and during breaks and and messing around. I just don't think that's the case because that is where the rumor got started that the bullet ended up in the gun. Right. Uh, so so a few things. F- f- first, um, yeah. If this we're happened on about- Mission Impossible 3 with Tom Cruise, we would be having a very different discussion. Well, okay. So, so if let's take a few things. Number one, we have to we have to separate what is criminal conduct and what is subject to a civil complaint. If he knew that there was target practice happening outside, and accepted the gun anyways, and certainly didn't believe the gun was loaded, and was told by the armorer and by the assistant DA that it was a clean gun. I'm not sure that based on the fact that he knows that there was target practice placing outside that therefore criminal liability would attach to him firing this gun. You may say it's negligent, but you can't. There's no criminal liability for negligence. No. And the difference of this conversation we're having right now is your legal mind and then my brain of being on sets. Well, well, many, you know, of how it works. In so, the, yeah, yeah I, I guess. But, but I mean, just we're, we're talking common sense here, mm-hmm. stuff. If so, if Alec Baldwin is handed a gun, if I see somebody like Alec Baldwin who is 
does not own guns. He has said that before. He does not own guns. He doesn't fire guns. He's been on certain plenty of movies where he's handled guns a certain way, which I think goes to his experience. If if I see Alec Baldwin handed a gun and opening up the chamber, I'm taking cover then. If you handed me a gun, let's take this. You and okay. I are on set and you handed me a gun. If you see me open the chamber, duck. Because I don't know what the yeah. hell I'm doing handling this gun. I've been trained to some degree uh, in gun safety as part of my jobs as an, as an actor. But you're likely to get shot by me if I start playing on the inside of a gun. And when I open it up, I'm not going to be able to tell the difference. And Alec Baldwin said he could not if he looked between an actual bullet and a fake bullet or a cap or whatever yeah. it is they and, use. And that, I suppose, is when um, the armor, Hannah Gutierrez Reed, there should have been, been a better system, that she should have been there, all clear, all clear, let's roll. I I, I just, yeah. I, I understand that, no, I and don't get it twisted, I do not think that Alec Baldwin intentionally or, you know, this is no, a no, horrible no, thing you. that happened, uh, yeah. but I, I just don't agree with, well, you know, the stars, that's not true. On on lower budget things, the stars have to do what the lay people do. It's, it's you have to check for safety. And, and when you're Alec Baldwin, you have people who do it for you. It's the same, I was thinking, we just had to do, um, a an informational like sexual assault you know seminar as as everyone does uh, for big businesses i just had to sit for an hour and a half and watch that mm. and i was thinking in my mind are the people the top top tier people are they really sitting watching this or is somebody over in the execs paying some you know intern to sit and complete this for you and that's how i feel like that that's treated with safety on set with somebody like alec baldwin does that make sense it, it, it does like it, to think it, that it everybody does. is treated the same every intern every no, production no, no. assistant right. is supposed to sit and watch this sexual assault seminar that took an hour and a half i don't believe for a minute that the kings at the tippy top of of the company triangle are doing that and I, that's how i feel about the safety putting uh, I, I think they are. Okay. And, and, and the reason is, and it, I think 10 years ago they were not. Mm -hmm. I think now they are for all the things we've seen in the co corporate liability. But let's let's take that example. So let's say that we're owned by Fox ultimately. Let's say that the head of Fox doesn't sit for a sexual harassment training. And the head of Fox or number three at Fox mm -hmm. doesn't sit for it. And number three at Fox goes and sexually harasses a woman, engages in in, in some sort of criminal conduct with a woman, uh, uh, gropes a woman, mm -hmm. not just sexually harasses, which probably isn't 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 uh, criminal, but gropes a woman. I I don't think that the Fox Corp or the CEO of Fox mm -hmm. would be criminally prosecuted for that act of the subordinate. Even though the head of Fox, the CEO, you could say it was your responsibility to make sure that this person was properly trained and did everything properly. Uh, maybe I'm not getting the analogy exactly right. I just, it's, it's civilly, you can now sue the head of Fox. You can sue all of Fox. You can mm -hmm. sue the CEO of Fox. But you can't criminally prosecute someone who didn't commit the act. And now here the act is, the act that gave rise to Helena Hutchins' death was improperly loading a live bullet into that chamber. And whoever did that could very well be, and is, it's Helena Hutchins, she is being criminally prosecuted for that act. She, her case against her is very much alive. Hey, Hannah Gutierrez-Reed. Hannah Gutierrez, who am I saying? Helena you Hutchins, said Helena, yeah. The ca case against uh, Hannah Gutierrez-Reed is very much alive. The idea that the 
EP, the person who's who's above her titularly, and maybe should have done more mm-hmm. to ensure the safety of everyone on set, and maybe should have done more to monitor this person, maybe hire a better person, all that stuff. You can sue him for that, and he is. He's paid millions of dollars to her family and maybe sued by other people as well, is being sued by other people as well. Uh, Alec Baldwin is. But the idea that criminal liability attaches to someone who didn't commit an affirmative act that caused the death, it just, you know, that that's that's where I, I think the distinction is. Um, well, yeah. and now it's getting murkier because today we're learning more information on the gun that was used, that apparently it was modified in a certain way, that the trigger is not what a typical gun, how it yeah. would fire that it had been messed with, so it's all Yeah, there's other people who, uh, not Alec Baldwin did those things, but but yes, other people did those things. There may be criminal liability that, that assigns. It, look, it, it's, it's difficult. I, I think from my point of view, again, when you're talking about criminal liability for something like involuntary manslaughter, it's a really high bar. And I, so going back to the initial point, I think that's what the DA was confronted with, with what's a difficult case to prove all eyes would be on on New Mexico. The whole world would be watching this. Uh, you know, we were Derek and I were planning to do a whole different podcast on this oh, trial thank God. as it happened. <laughs> thank God. And that's now out the window. <laughs> Thanks very much, DA. Um, but you, you know, this just the whole world would have been watching, and I think it. I think they felt that they didn't have enough to prove their case beyond a reasonable doubt. It's a really high standard. It's hard to prosecute celebrities at all. He has the best lawyers in the world. That that I you think know. is also kind of where it comes down to me as well. Is, is that are we giving this celeb treatment? And you seem to think no, and that's fair. I'm just being well, my skeptic self. It depends what and you you're mean. the lawyer. Do I think that the D, uh, New Mexico DA dropped it because he's a celeb? I think if this was C list Joe Schmo yeah. who shot a camera woman and killed her on set, yeah. would there be a different outcome? I, I honestly think it never would have been prosecuted in the first place. Interesting. I, I, I And I could be wrong. I think this whole case has been based on the fact that they wanted. To bring Alec Baldwin down. Okay, that's that's my thought. Not to say that there, and we have this. We what you're talking about is called celebrity justice. Talk mm-hmm. about you know that yeah. it's celebrities get preferential treatment often. They really do, both by DAs and judges, but also by juries. We've seen that a thousand times from Robert Blake to O.J. Simpson to many, many other stars who get off from cases that everybody thought were were impossible to lose or impossible for the DAs to lose. And and, and they've defeated it in, in part because they're rich and they're famous and they're well-known and it, that weighs on juries in different ways. I will also say the one thing that I didn't appreciate is that he went on social media and he did a post and he said something along the lines of it was a picture of him and his wife and he wrote, you know, I owe everything to her. And then in parentheses, and Luke, who is his lawyer. Yeah. Shut up. Just shut up. Somebody's somebody's dead still. Somebody's mother is gone. There's a little boy. There's a husband. Shut up. He did so many things wrong. I mean, we don't want to lose sight of the fact that in the immediate aftermath of her death, he did these impromptu press conferences where he just spoke extemporaneously. And I I think that really pissed off the DA, by the way, where he disclaimed any real responsibility, either civilly or criminally, for anything, not taking into account that, to your point, he was at least, he's the most famous person on set. What he says really does go. Maybe he should have acted more. And again, I don't think that's criminal, but he had some responsibility, bore some culpability for this act at least moral culpability for it, and he never seemed to own up to that. Never no, it was to... an immediate PR yeah. crisis mode. He went and took the grieving family out to lunch. Do you remember yeah, that? Like sure. It was like three weeks after she was dead, and he was in New Mexico yeah. with his son, and the... Yeah. It just... Everything... And I <laughs> I know it sounds like that I'm part of like the I Hate Alec Baldwin fan club. I, I nothing... Lots of people hate Alec Baldwin. But I'm Baldwin, not... I don't. So. I nothing Alec Baldwin. I have no opinion either way. <laughs> like I don't lose any sleep thinking about Alec Baldwin 
either way, but just watching this, it's so gross. And the fact that now that, that they're resuming filming. Yes. Why? Well, okay, so this is interesting. Well, we got to get to it quick, but they have resumed filming of Rust this week. You, the, the, now the executive producer is Helena Hutchins' husband. Mm-hmm. Uh, Matthew, I believe his name is. He is now an EP along with uh, Alec Baldwin. This is all kind of gross. Uh, it was part of the, I, I think, the financial settlement of the entire case against uh, the Helena Hudgens estate's case against Alec and the production was, okay, we're going to go forward and a way that you're going to get money is to be an EP on this film. That's really gross. I, I get it. Mm-hmm. Do you think people are going to watch this movie? Uh, I love a good train wreck and I don't even think I will. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't think I will. Yeah. I wonder if it ever sees theaters. My guess is it goes straight to oh, streaming. Oh, straight. No, no, no. Straight yeah. to streaming. And uh, I think it'll do... I think it'll do sort of Don't Worry Darling well. Like people. Oh, I actually watched that this weekend and I loved it. Really? So, yeah. Oh, goodness. Um, I actually liked it too. I thought it was <laughs> Farfield. All right. This episode is sponsored by Blue Chew. Let's talk about sex. Summer is around the corner. Do you want to bring the heat in the bedroom? Now you can increase your performance and get the extra confidence in bed. Listen up. BlueChew.com. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra, Cialis, and Levitra, but in chewable tablets and at a fraction of the cost. You can take them anytime, day or night, so you can plan ahead or be ready whenever the opportunity arises. The process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part? It's all done online. No visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. Blue Chew's tablets are made in the USA and prepared and shipped direct to your door in a discreet package. They say there's nothing sexier than confidence, and Blue Chew can help give you the confidence where it counts. Blue Chew wants to help you have better sex. Discover your options at BlueChew.com. Chew it and do it. And we've got a special deal for our listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code TMZ at checkout. Just pay $5 shipping. That's BlueChew.com, promo code TMZ, to receive your first month free. Visit BlueChew.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank BlueChew for sponsoring the podcast. Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back. Get 15% cash back at hundreds of stores, including Ray-Ban, Good American, and Ulta. Rakuten is how in-the-know shoppers get the best savings. They shop the brands they love and earn cash back on top of deals. During Big Give Week, May 6th to May 13th, the cashback rates are even bigger. I'll be shopping for apparel and electronics, and you can save on everything you need for the summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. Join today for free and get an extra 10% cashback boost. That's an extra 10% cashback on top of Big Give Week's 15% cashback. You won't see higher cashback rates than these. Just go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. Rakuten, R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. Before we go, we're going to end on our Friday with the squad. So this is Taylor Swift. Jamie, you have strong opinions on this. I have strong opinions. There's stories that Taylor Swift is reuniting with the squad. First, tell us what the squad is. The squad, first of all, people are using the word squad way too lately because when I heard that, I swear my phone went off every like, all the alarms in my home, they're like, the squad is reunited, the squad is reunited. I was like, oh my God, it's not a drill. Let's get on the internet. So I went to look. I'm looking for Carly Kloss. I'm looking for Selena Gomez. I'm looking for Bella and Gigi. And it is, it's false. But she does have a good crew coming back together. So she was out, apparently, with Blake Lively, Gigi Hadid, and the Haim sisters, which is awesome. It is squad adjacent. It is even a little bit squatty because Gigi's part of the squad. Okay. But where's Bella? Well, 
we're just getting out of a six-year relationship, right? Mm-hmm. We're trying to reform. Not not everything can be recreated in, in a moment. Rome also, wasn't built in a day. Rome wasn't built in a day. And Bella has moved. She now has, she has a kid, right? With Zane No, Wallen. Gigi has a kid. It's okay. Thought I had that. That's all right. Um, but the, people have moved on with their lives a little Blake, bit. And Blake Lively just had a baby. So maybe, honestly, it's the more mature part of the squad. Right. But you know how this, the gravitational force of the sun pulls all the planets into alignment and holds them there? Sure. Isn't that Taylor? A little bit. Isn't she going to bring, now that now that she's back in the sky again, isn't she going to bring everybody back it's into like her like the conch shells being goo. Yes, right. Exactly. <laughs> Everyone's like, wait, what? It's Lord of the Flies. <laughs> like. <laughs> <laughs> you know, well, that just, didn't end well. Well, no, it really didn't. End <laughs> Actually, well. I'm into that though. That's what's gonna happen. <laughs> look it up, people who don't read. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, look, I, I, I think this is this is just another uh, uh, way station on the evolutionary path of Taylor Swift. But I am together. here for it because Taylor Swift used to be before she was so private with Joe. She was queen of like an awesome summer where you would just see these like amazing photos of her in like Hyannisport and the water with like drinks and friends and like American flag bikinis and yeah. like just the American dream. And so I'm super here for it. I love that um, Blake Lively and Ryan Reynolds are like they go out to dinner all the time. I think they actually went out on Tuesday or Wednesday, just the three of them. Yep. And Ryan Reynolds unfollowed Joe Alwyn. So whatever tea was spilled oh at that dinner, God. I know. Whatever tea was spilled at that dinner, it was good enough that he went home and that's, unfollowed. That's really big. Yeah. Him and uh, her brother, Austin. Wow. And the Heim sisters. And the Heim sisters. Wow. I know. So starting to think that he did something a little dirty. Wow. Or they just like, hey, not friends with her anymore, not friends with me anymore. No, you don't do that because if somebody broke up and it's kind of clean, yeah. you or never know if did, they're. If it was her fault. Yeah. Or she and you're like, oh. Yeah. But you also, you don't know if you're like, oh, this is going to be awkward if, if they get back together like, and have to re add him. And... This might be a podcast right here. Just the squad. Just following the squad. The, squad. <laughs> the, the day in the life of the squad. This is fantastic. <laughs> All right. Thanks very much, everybody. Have a great weekend. We'll see you Monday. 